Recent Podcast, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Connor. Connor Ennis. I'm Tony Peranzi. Dave is not here, man. Yeah. Um, Dave, of course, is still in China, um, and he is now back working in the factory, so his window of opportunity to get on this podcast and record with us is very, very small. Yep. So um, he, he'll he be in and out I don't know yeah. when he'll be back. Maybe he'll get on once more before before he gets back from China. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Yeah. Um, it all depends on when we record this stuff. It's you know, yeah. he's got. You know, he works weekends and weekdays. It's all crazy over there. So yeah, it was weird. I I know we were texting the other day, and we uh, it was weird that I had, I had we saw, I saw that he was working on Sunday, and that was mm-hmm. that was kind of I don't know if Sundays are different over in China, but. Uh, well, um, yeah, I guess I don't it's know. A, it's a little different because it's a it's a thing they're putting in a system they're putting in this place. Mm. So of course, when you're putting in a system, you don't really take time off. I mean, he's working. I think he's pretty much working six or seven days a week. I mean, he's wow. They're, they're rushing to get this thing done. So yeah, um, yeah it's kind of sucks for him. But you know, maybe he'll get done early. He'll be back early. I don't know. Yeah. So and if uh, nothing else, he'll be back in a few weeks. So. Mm-hmm. He's over halfway done. Dave, yep. we wish you well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I uh, went to a brew fest yesterday, the uh, Monticello Lions Cup, Lions Club brew fest. And you uh, had a pretty good time. There. I did because we no. tried we tried to do this podcast last night when I was totally obliterated, and that did not go well at all. Yep. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's here's to me for thinking i could actually pull it off but unfortunately no hey i, uh, I gotta give you credit i mean uh for we 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 were going for about 20 minutes there before yeah i was we, like uh, no 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 yeah <laughs> so um yeah i've been going to this brew fest for the past i don't know it's been i think it's been around for 11 or 12 years and i've been going for the last probably eight or nine years okay. um they didn't do it last year because of well covid of course so this year they came back and um it's about this it's probably the same 20 or 30 breweries every year i surly's there shells is there um all your breweries up in the northwest you get your you know your omni's there um uh blue wolf was there um invictus invictus was there uh lupulin all the breweries up there that come out and there's actually some distilleries too who oh very cool make an appearance um but so it's at this park in, in Monticello, right by the river. And um, I I was very interested to see how many people would be there because, frankly, there's a lot of – the Minnesota State Fair is a big, you know, hot-button issue right now. You know, yeah. people people saying they shouldn't have the State Fair. People saying they should have the State Fair. People saying, well, if you go to State Fair, you should wear a mask. Other people saying there, there's no mask. People saying we should be have uh, require vaccination, vaccination or yeah. negative tests before you go there. Uh, the Basilica Block Party just announced they're requiring vaccination or a proof of a, a, a test before you go. Yeah. Um, so, but what the state fair said was we can't do that because we don't have the time to do it. You know, whatever. So, going back to this brew fest, I went thinking, well, how many people are going to be there? There was a there was a shit ton of people there, and I had a little bit of crowd anxiety when it started to get kind of full because you're standing in line for beers. Um, you can kind of socially distance, but 
it's a park so you can walk around but if you want to get a beer you're going to stand in the freaking line and people aren't socially distancing in those lines so you know what do you do nobody there was wearing a mask um so uh, i guess it was a great in a place like Wright county i guess you want to watch out for that too uh is yeah. does Wright county still have the the lowest vaccination rate in the state no or? not not anymore they've jumped anymore. up okay okay but gotcha. um but again and i've been going for so many years and usually it's you know the lines aren't too bad this this brew fest that's why i like it because you can get a beer within like five minutes of standing in line you get another beer whatever you can just keep going yesterday they, there were so many people there that you waited in line for like 20 minutes at some places. I mean, the lines were super long, longer than I've ever seen my before going there before. It was, it was crazy. Wow. So me and my friend Nels were there for like two hours. And then we decided, let's get the hell out of here. Let's walk over to Rust Tech Brewing in, in Monticello, which is right there. And we had a beer there. And then we walked down to, uh, to Nordic Brewing and we had a couple beers there and uh, played some pinball. And uh, then we uh, got a ride from one of my coworkers home and, uh, yeah, that was that. Yeah. And then I tried unsuccessfully to do this podcast last night, and that failed. Yep. And so me and my buddy Nels just drank some more beers, had a cigar, played some arcade games, and fell asleep. That so. sounds like a ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> so and the, only like... reason, and the only reason I can do this is because, well, my wife and my kids are down in, in Iowa and uh, visiting with their sister. So Where in Iowa are they? Des Moines. Oh, they're in Des Moines. Okay. Very cool. Which brings up another subject so all of her sisters and her mom they were planning on going to the iowa state fair today was the last day of the iowa state oh, fair. oh and my wife being a nurse uh thought that was not a good idea right so she of course made her opinion known to the other people and they're like fine we're still gonna go so they all went my wife and my two kids did not go mm-hmm. uh they ended up going to an art museum and stuff like that but the pictures from my relic from my uh, sister-in-laws it didn't look like there were many people there I mean, the took, Iowa State Fair, yeah, really? They took pictures. And you know, the Wisconsin State Fair had a lower um, attendance this year, too. Yeah, that I didn't know. Yeah. So, right on the Summerfest grounds over there. They, yeah. They, yeah. And I, like I told my wife, I said, if you're going to go to a fair or something like that, you, you get there early before people get there. And then when it starts getting crowded, you leave. Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's the way to do it, right? Yeah. And you can mask up if you want to. Well, you sure, know. you can. Yeah. Uh, you can mask up, and or you can choose not to mask up. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you 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 could even get there and say, "Hey, it looks like it's too busy. I want to go home." You know. Well, now the Minnesota State Fair is doing a cool thing this year. They're doing their um, who's the the mascot of the State Fair? What, what's the name of it? It's the, the golfer. The mascot. The um, golfer. Whoever. You're the not heck. talking about Goldie, are you? No, it's a it's a they have a mascot. And uh, but they're doing it stay fair this year on their website. They're doing a, a mascot ranking. So it's this many of the mascot names is how busy they are at a certain time. So it's levels one, two and three. So you can go on their website anytime okay. in the state fair and it'll tell you how busy the state fair is at that time. OK, which is well, something I wish they would have done like a long time ago, because yeah. I'd love to know if the state fair was freaking crowded uh before i'm going out there you know definitely you know it's it's uh the, a lot of people don't like crowds but mm-hmm. uh but they love the food that the state fair uh has like i would love to go to uh to go and get some cheese curds get yeah. some fried pickles get some of that uh some some 
some uh, mini donut beer, you know, yep. that yeah. I think that'd be amazing. And that, but uh, you know, my wife and I have decided not to go this year just because we don't want to, uh, we don't want any risk to the baby or anything. But oh, uh, yeah. And you have, and again, that's, you're yeah. in a situation where your wife is pregnant. So that's, that's a good choice. I mean, I, I wouldn't right. go. Um, right. I'm having this conversation with my wife because we go to the state fair every year with her family and her family wants to go. My wife is kind of, but we're going on a Tuesday morning. So I, I get a feeling it's not going to be that busy there. Yeah. And, you know, and the other thing too is, have you seen like a lot of uh, places have now backed out of the state fair? Like WCCO is not going to do their stuff there. No, All, I didn't hear this. Yeah. So CCO is doing nothing there. Um, the major TV stations, none of them except for channel five are doing live broadcasts at the fair this year really They're all just having reporters out there that's it um who else there was a foodie uh website that goes out there every year for the last 10 years and they're they're not doing their thing this year what about um, mnufc are they doing their thing out there i don't know i haven't heard anything yeah. about them or the sports teams um i would say they they will uh because yeah. you know they're sports teams i know some of the radio stations uh iheart radio stations are going to be out there um but okay. like Minnesota Public Radio is not going to be there. Uh, like I said, WCCO won't be there. Radio. So there's a lot of things. Uh, the teachers union won't be there. Um, they usually have a huge booth out there. They decided we're not doing it this year. Um, so, so I guess when you do the math, it, it makes sense that a lot less people are going to be there this year. Um, but well, I mean, you still got the food and everything. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, some some people go for the for WCCO or some people mm -hmm. go for the teachers union, you know, and uh, yeah. Uh, so it, the attendance, I think, will be down. Uh, I, I guess that still remains to be seen, but uh, we'll, uh, I, I, I would expect less people to go now, uh, just I would, like the Iowa State Fair. I would, too. I mean, I would expect there be the numbers would be down this year. Yeah. And I would expect that the people that go to the State Fair this year are going to skew towards the um, vac non-vaccinated, um, no-mask uh, you know, that those types of people, the freedom people, you know, they're mm -hmm. going to go this year. They'll skew towards that. Um, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe there'll be a ton of people out there wearing masks. You know, I, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, what did you do yesterday, Connor? Uh, yesterday? Uh, what did we do yesterday? Um, well, for one thing, we put together the baby's room a lot, and we actually right. finished up a little bit more of it today. Uh, we put together a chest of drawers. Uh, my wife uh, put together a side table. Uh, the crib is done and we put up some, some wall art with, uh, with our baby's name on it. And, nice. um, so that's all done. And, uh, my wife, I'm sure is, uh, now that we're done with that, she's just taking a breather in front of the TV up there. What did we yep. do? Oh, um, uh, of course I went to the game yesterday, of course. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, I got home and started doing baby stuff, but, uh, but yeah, I went to the game, uh, met up with, uh, uh, like usual, my dad and stepmom and my, my buddy Tim was there like, uh, like usual. And, nice. and, uh, oh, and a couple other friends that aren't usually at, uh, the United game, we met up with them too. So that was fun to see them again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a fun weekend. And then, uh, today my, my wife, um, my wife's grandma's side of the family, um, or grandpa's side of the family, excuse me, had a family reunion out in Hutchinson. Oh. So at 10 30 this morning we drove out to Hutchins hutchinson hmm. and uh we uh, god was it les kubas park les kubas park no. um 
over in Hutchinson, just off of Highway 7. Okay. Uh, and we just uh, hung out there. We brought some food. We talked with family. We uh, I, I met some new members of the family that I had never met before. Ooh. And uh, so that was so that was a fun part. But uh, mm-hmm. the bad part was that uh, bees were swarming everywhere in this uh, place. Yeah, I, I can't do bees. The bees was... are, are, are one of the top three fears for me. I I can't do them. That was, that was yesterday at the brew fest that was, was it really wow was the, the wasps you know they were just everywhere it was yeah. ridiculous a guy in front of me got stung you know oh, it was like, yeah. yeah yeah my wife's uncle got stung uh my, my wife my wife uh he uh my wife's uncle his name's denny he uh he brought his uh he brought his he just put it randomly put his hand down on a table and i guess mm-hmm. it trapped a bee underneath it and the bee yep. stung him right on yep. the wrist and yeah, uh, I mean, he he shook it off pretty well, but uh, but yeah, those things hurt, man. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. So yeah, well, we both had really crazy weekends. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get into our beers, though, Connor, I know you have a big event coming up next weekend. It's your diaper kegger at your house. That's right. Now, yep. now, are you going to change the date again? Because I know you've gone back and forth like five <laughs> times. That is, nope, it sat- that is it Saturday or Sunday? Is it Saturday? It is Sunday. Sunday. Okay, it is right. Sunday. Yeah, right. I will not be changing the date again right. because I, I thought that Saturday would be better, uh, seeing that people could have Sunday to recover. But mm-hmm. uh, but it turns out that uh, a lot more people could actually come on Sunday instead of Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so I and so I switched it back to Sunday, and mm-hmm. um, there were a couple things that. Uh, there were a couple of things that were going on on Sunday that I really that I really wanted to make as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, I'm I'm getting some beer. I'm getting the guys over. I've got to, I've got I've got a bag set. I've got some ladder ball. Nice. Uh, I've got two kegs, mm-hmm. um, one with a domestic beer and one with the craft beer. Nice. Um, and uh, if any of them are listen, if any of these guys are listening to this podcast right now, just remember to bring your box of diapers, and uh, well, that'll get you beer for the afternoon, free beer for the afternoon there. Yeah, and it's uh yeah down in Robbinsdale there. I'm I might come. I I don't know what's going on next weekend. Uh, I know I have I have Monday and Tuesday off next week, um so I might be able to show up. Uh, but okay. uh, we'll see. It depends. We'll on probably be going. We'll probably be going pretty late. Uh, yeah. I mean, I will. We'll, we're we're starting at it about uh, I, I would say one o'clock mm-hmm. right around there. Uh, and we'll probably be going pretty late. So if uh, yeah. so yeah, stop by if you have time. It'd yeah. be it'd be awesome because we got beer, we got games, and yeah. uh, I I just bought a bunch of uh, a, a few controllers for the Xbox. We can play some FIFA. We can play some Madden nice. in there. So it, it, yeah, it'll be it'll I'll, be a fun time. I'll I'll shove the arcade machine in the back of the car and I'll bring it over. Yes, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I, I wish I could. I mean, <laughs> I if it was a little bit smaller, I could. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. So. Let's talk about the beers we're drinking today because mm-hmm. I think you have do you have a new brewery? I don't have a new brewery. But I have, have a new a, beer though. New beer from a brewery. Um, and I have I have a completely new brewery. So Oh, good on that. Very one, cool. Which I talked about last week. I talked about the brewery last week, but this I'm going to talk about the beer today. Ah, that's right. Yeah. So uh I went with uh like I said last weekend I went to Monticello. I went to Rustec and Nordic. And last uh, week on the podcast I drank a Rustec and today I'm drinking a Nordic. Uh this is their Fackler's Golden Ale, uh, which is a six percenter, um, and it's okay. a uh, it is your it's it's a nice golden ale. I like it. That's uh, very nice. It's uh, it reminds me of um, Surly used to have a golden ale that I used to buy all the time. It was my go to Surly um, beer, and then okay. they got then they got rid of it. It's like they just totally canceled that line. Oh, and I haven't found nice. anything to kind of replace it yet. And I think this might be its re- replacement. It is, it is fantastic. 
all right that's awesome mm-hmm. well yeah I've, I've never i i mean i've i've never been to uh uh to nordic brewing company out there i've, I've never been to any breweries in monticello to be honest but uh, i mean i've been uh but um i've like it's always good to hear about a new brewery i know uh my, when my wife is not pregnant anymore she'd want to go brewery hopping again yes. um so yeah if uh if we ever end up that way we'll give you we'll definitely give you a call and we should uh we should meet up for some brews out oh there. yeah well you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta do that you gotta go to ire and uh elk river yet you've been there. oh yeah we, we we've been we've been to we've been to ire over there it's mm-hmm. it's a nice little cozy place we went there in the middle of we went there in the middle of winter too so it kind of had that uh nor norwegian winter christmas uh kind of um, cozy um shall we say fireplace feeling i yeah, guess they got, uh, they got new they got a new place now they oh moved, they do yep they moved north of the their location and moved into an actual new building um, oh wow so they shut down the one downtown there was talk they were going to keep that downtown open for just be like a brew hall but the city of elk river would not allow them to have two locations okay wow so, that's awesome yeah um speaking of breweries that we've done podcasts from uh the, the mm-hmm. fine owners of uh blue wolf were at the uh, brew fest yesterday i had a little talk with them um because they cool remembered me and recognized me yeah. and their first question was when are you guys gonna do a podcast at our brewery again yeah um, and i was like well you know it's kind of tough and i kind of gave him the whole rundown of we lost the guy he was our kind of had all our tech stuff we're still working on the kinks on that yeah plus the pandemic you know it's kind of like eh, do you want to do in person or brewery I mean, it, all this stuff so we will get yeah. back out there again at some point yeah we will but i've actually yeah. never been to blue wolf mm. myself Great place, um, great place. Yeah, yeah. Great I think I've driven past it a couple times, but I've never been, never actually been to that one. Um, uh, I think Brooklyn Park's kind of a been is kind of a a, a dead zone for me actually because I've never been to Blue Wolf, I've never been to Invictus. Uh, well, that's, that's Blaine. Oh, that's Blaine. Okay. Um, God, is uh, what what else is in Brooklyn Park up up there? Um, Elm Creek is up in Cha- is up in uh, Champlin. I still haven't been to Elm Creek, uh, mm-hmm. but I know that's a fairly new place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Scalvin Distillery, I think, is another one that we've done. Um, yeah. And uh, I've never been there, but uh, mm-hmm. I know Sterling brought that that one on the pod one time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, um, I got to I gotta get up and visit those Brooklyn Park breweries. We should, man. Times. We should. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking today? Uh, I am drinking a, a brew that um, that has that I have done before. It's uh, Island City Brewing Company over in Winona, nice. um, and I am drinking their River Moon, which is a blood orange IPA. Um, so there's a bre- so there's a brewery uh, down in Hopkins called LTD Brewing, mm-hmm. um, right? It's basically right in downtown Hopkins, uh, right on. I, th- I think uh, I, I can't remember what uh, cross street it is it's at but it's you can't you can't miss it if you're in downtown hopkins mm-hmm. um they had a they had a have a um a block party that they do uh, pretty much every year in fact they had it yesterday uh but we didn't go because one i was at the game and two uh my my wife didn't feel like walking around and uh sure. outside and not drinking sure um but uh, they have a blood orange ipa which i think is just delicious mm-hmm. um and I haven't been able to drink it in a while because uh, I haven't been to LTD and uh, and we haven't gone to the black party in a few years because of COVID. Um, so this one's a blood orange IPA and man, this thing is delicious. 
I've, I just tried it for the f- first time about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. And uh, it's the right amount of hops, the right amount of citrusy. Um, it's it's a, a very, 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 very quickly uh, jolting up into one of my favorite beers there. Wow. It's uh, six, it's 6.9, uh, mm. 6.9 IP, uh, ABV. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's, it, it's not even like, uh, it doesn't even taste like a blood orange IPA. It tastes like a perfect, perfectly hopped dry IPA. And I love it. It's awesome. Nice. nice. Yeah. Um, before we get out of the beer talk, I will mention that I picked up another beer a couple days ago from Omni, which I'll talk about on the podcast next week. Mm-hmm. It is a beer we've never had on this podcast before. Ooh, Awesome. And it's going to kick my ass because it's 10%. So, oh, so is it triple IPA then? No, not a triple. Oh. IPA. It's, it's a style that is, is really actually, it's a style that's going to work for this podcast because, awesome. because we talk about uh, Minnesota soccer. Um, and so it, it's, it's going to work um, because uh, well, I'm, I am very yeah. excited to hear about it. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Um, let's dive into this uh, shitty week of games. Uh, because shitty i think is putting it politely yeah now i didn't watch either of the games tuesday night of course i fell asleep because i'm an old man and i can't stay up past like nine o'clock um and uh yesterday of course i was at Brewfest, but you were at yesterday's game so at least you can talk about that yep but let's go back to tuesday we played uh san jose in san jose yep um and right off the bat i mean i mean this is a this is a I guess was kind of a really crazy game in the beginning. Uh, yeah. The first score was an own goal by Debassi. Yeah, um, it was. And uh, I haven't had a chance to really look at what the hell happened. Uh, can you explain what, what kind of happened there, Connor? Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, and it was in the 12th minute, and San Jose were on the attack from their own half uh, coming, coming forward. And uh, a long ball is hit across field to the right side of the uh, – well, if you're, if you're in Tyler Miller's position, you're on, it's on the left side. But on, mm-hmm. on the right side of the – uh, on the right side of the 18 yard box and Christian Espinoza has it on the, on the corner. Mm. Uh, and he is challenging DJ Taylor to his position and takes a little step to his left, t- takes a little step to his right and tries to cross it in across the six yard box. Debassi is right in between, uh, Miller and, uh, Miller and the, and Espinoza tries to clear it, but instead, but instead of clearing it, it kind of, the ball kind of rides his foot and he makes the turn uh, and he makes the turn in and uh, puts it into the close side of his own net, which uh, it's just, it's the most, it's the most unlucky goal, uh, own goal that you could have. Uh, It's if you do, if you do literally anything Mm -hmm. else in that position, I don't think that's an own goal, Um, but uh, it's just the most unlucky. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't really want to fault Debassi. I know it is his fault, but uh, I, I don't really want to fault him because it's it literally is just really unlucky. Yeah. Um, and that's the only way. That's the only way San Jose could score against us, anyways. I mean. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was that an own goal. So that already kind of puts a damper on the whole damn game. I mean, yeah. when you give that up early in the in the first half, it's like oh shit. Yeah. But then we get you know further in the first right away, pretty much. We get the uh, Nathan uh, VAR decision on a foul upgrade yeah. to a red card. Now, again, I didn't see this game. Connor, what did he do 
to deserve a red card. So uh, Nathan, um, so basically, basically Nathan went in, went in on a slide. It's, it's one of those that is obviously a red card. It's a studs up tackle uh, near midfield. It doesn't, that, that tackle doesn't need to be made. Uh, but uh, Nathan, I think was on, I think it was on the attack here. Let's, uh, let's pull it up here because I actually, I know he went in for a slide tackle, but uh, uh, I think I think Nathan was on I think Nathan was Nathan was on the attack, okay. and uh, he took a little bit too heavy of a touch on the ball, and it was going towards um, going towards the Minnesota defense, and uh, he slid in with his stuns up, and now that to me then now that to me is an automatic red card. Yeah. I don't care what I, I don't care what the circumstances are. If you're going in on a slide tackle with uh, your studs up it's an automatic red yeah. so the fact that he was given a yellow at first was uh, beyond me i have yeah. no idea why the referee thought he could uh get away with giving a yellow card at that point but then of mm-hmm. course he goes to the var um and eventually comes up to uh to make the right decision uh yeah a studs up tackle always, always. equals red card always. yeah it, it should be textbook uh, it it's be. not but it should be yeah, and it's you know these guys know what they're doing. Uh, when you go studs up into somebody, you know exactly what you're doing. I mean, yeah. is that like, whoops, I went studs up? It doesn't, doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah, um, and any soccer player knows that. But I mean, I I played soccer in high school. Mm-hmm. There was I, I wasn't a defender, so I didn't do a lot of tackling. But whenever I did go down for a slide tackle, I mm-hmm. always make sure and pointed my pointed my feet whenever oh, yeah. I like. I I never go studs up. I put I make sure my studs are down so yep. that I can get my foot on the ball. Because yep. I don't want to be red carded. Who no. wants to go? Who wants to be red carded? Studs up no. is. I mean, I don't literally don't know why anybody does it. No, it's it's it's, it's a ridiculous move, especially for yeah. a pro. Yep. Um. So we get that foul. We get a red card. Of course, he's showing red, so he's now out of the game. Yep. Um. Uh, so now we're we're a man up, and uh, then Will Trap comes and 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 takes the uh, penalty kick. Yeah. And uh, scores. So now we're back in this damn game. It's one one. Yeah. So now you think. We're up a man. Mm-hmm. We just scored a goal. Yep. It's tilted our side now, but nothing else fucking happened during this damn game, Connor. Yeah. You know, I uh, I watched uh, the first, I only watched the first half. I'm guilty of not seeing the second half myself, so I can't mm-hmm. tell you what happened uh, during the second half. But um, uh, I went, I was in, I went to bed. I was actually in a sleep study on Tuesday night. Mm. So uh, I had kind of uh, rules that I had to be lights out by this time and no phones, no anything. So, um, uh, so at the end of the first half, I actually had to go to bed, but um, then I, I think I woke up at right around midnight and I snuck a peek at my phone and I saw that it ended up one, one. And uh I mean, I, I went to bed at the half and I talked to my buddy Tim about this too. We both went to bed at halftime saying, hey, we're going to be fine. Uh, there's a red card. We score a minute later. Uh, we're good. We're riding yeah. high. Yeah. I think the motivation is going to be good. Big, big mistake. Big yep. mistake. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it's just so frustrating when you have a, uh, when you have a, a man advantage yeah. and you have the majority of the game left. Well, and the other thing too is, as I look at um, the starting lineup, you know, we get the whole Dotson up top again uh, yeah. with Jan Grigas in the middle again. Yeah, we know this fucking doesn't work. We, yeah. we see it does not work. Yeah, why, it why do we work. keep trying it? it? It's stupid. I mean, put Dotson back where he goes in the middle. Yeah, and stick McMaster or who the fuck ever up on the left hand side if you don't have Fragapani. 
Totally I, agree. Totally but, agree. Yeah. Yep. I don't get it. I I also say yeah. Stick, stick McMaster up in the left wing. Uh, put Dotson back where uh, where Jan started, and uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, we're in a better position than when where mm-hmm. we were before. And uh, we'll talk about it again uh, in the next match. But um, uh, but yeah, it's I I I don't understand it either, man. Because Dotson has made that position his own, so I yep. don't know why he insists that. Um, maybe, maybe he still wants Dotson to be his utility guy. I don't know. It's, oh, he's not that, he, but he's not anymore. We no, he's not we've decided that he is yeah. his, his spot in the midfield is where he should be. Well, okay? we've, we've decided that Tony yeah. has well, Heath decided that. Well, I don't, I don't think he's don't decided that. that yet. Yeah. I, I don't, it's, it's frustrating to see yeah. that shit. It, it just is. Yeah. Um. So let's get out of this game. We, we, we come out of there with a draw, which feels like a fucking loss. Uh, when I woke up the next day and saw the score, I was like, good God, we couldn't yeah. beat San Jose. I mean, for Pete's sakes. With a man up. With a man up for yeah. what? Uh, for uh, we, we went a man up in the 25th minute. So 20, 20th minute. 20th, 20th minute. minute. So we had what? 70 minutes. 70 minutes to of, uh, of, of that. How, yeah. how can we not? And let alone the fact that we, we equalized basically right after that. Yeah. So we're riding high off motivation. How do we not capitalize on that? And it's, it's I, well, I mean, we're going to talk about this a little later on the show, but I, I think there's something to be said about Minnesota playing uh, against the team of 10 men because it's, uh, it's yeah. clearly turned out to be a, a troubling aspect for us, but we'll, we'll yeah. talk more about that later on the show. And it's not, um, so we, we get out of this game with a draw. It doesn't help yeah. our chances in the, in the conference either, because the, the top four teams are starting to pull away. Yeah. And yeah. now it's becoming a race to see who's going to stay in the playoffs at this point. I thought for yeah. sure we'd be attempting to jump up into the third or fourth seed, but I, I every, agree. every game that goes by and we see this type of shit, it's like, well, we're, we're blowing that chance. I mean, yeah, that's that we are. And you know, you, you, you make a good point, Tony, that uh, this, this past game, uh, it should have been a win as soon as that uh, red card came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went into that game, um, the beginning of that game, thinking maybe we could get a point. Because mm-hmm. San Jose, they're not uh they're not a great team. They yeah. I think we're a better team than they are um on on paper at least. They yeah. uh, so I think I thought we could get a point in San Jose, but then once that red card happened, I thought this should be three points easy. Yeah. Uh, so you're totally right that that's that's uh two points lost rather than a point gained. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean the game's on the road, but in that situation, you should be automatically winning. Yeah. And. and- it's, I mean, well, yeah, again, we'll talk about it again in a little bit. It's poop, Connor. It's poop. A hundred percent. Poop. Um, so get out of that game and, eh, you know, whatever. The big game of the week, though, was is, was yesterday's game against SKC at Allianz Field. Yep. Connor, you were there. I'm mm-hmm. sure the fans were all excited about the friendliest rivalry in MLS. Let me and, tell you something, though. Go ahead. It, sorry. And it was on rivalry weekend. Yeah. So. It was. And let me tell you something. The the uh, the nicest rivalry in the MLS yesterday, not so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we there were there were some scuffles on the pitch over there. What? There there were some there were uh, there were some duels. Uh, people mm-hmm. were challenged to duels over there. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, not so nice. Um, it was yeah, the, uh, just uh, it was very very again frustrating for for Minnesota. Well, um, let's let's talk about. The lineup here because mm-hmm. Chase Gasper is back. Boxy comes back in for the first which game is, in which a long is time. Awesome! Huge. That was a huge vote of confidence. 
And uh, but then again, we get the oh, we're gonna play Dotson up front again. Yeah. But instead of putting uh, Jan in the middle, now we put Ozzy in the middle to start the game. Yeah. So maybe we've decided that maybe Ozzy and Will Trap can work better together. I don't know. Um, I again, Dotson needs to be in that position, and I don't care. You need to stick somebody else up up front until we get uh, Fragapani back, but. I'm not the manager. I'm not mm-hmm. Adrian Heath, so I can't do that. So this is a big game for us because SKC is sitting, I think, in second place in the West. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna we're not ever gonna even get close to them in the standings. Uh it would take a major meltdown by them and a major boost by us. That's not gonna happen. What we needed here is we needed three points at home against SKC to show not only the fans, but also the national media that we are a top tier flipping team. Yeah. You know, these are the types of games you need to win to show all those guys on MLS.com and ESPN.com, the athletic show them. We mean business. And yeah. it, it, it looked, you know, from the replays that I saw, it looked like we had our chances here and there. Uh, but again, what were we doing? I mean, I mean, we, we did have chances. Um, I, I won't say some of them weren't the best of chances and some of them were just chances that uh, we squandered ourselves, I would say. Um, it's, oh man. Um, well, first things first, let's let, let's tackle. Um, we, we, we had our chances and uh, most of them came later on in the game. But uh, let's let, let's say first, uh, first things first. And sh- should we talk about the red card first? Let's talk about the red card, because yeah. then it, this is the second game in a row now where we've gone a man up. Right? Can, I, can I just say it's the in the exact same minute as the San Jose game, by yeah. the way, like it was the first sta- minute, like it was staged or something. Seriously, like what's going on? Yep. Um, so you were there, Connor. Uh, basically, yep. it was a studs up type of uh, or kick type of the. It looks like the ball was going out from a corner kick, and uh, he put his leg up into who? Who did he hit? Did he hit trap or something? Who was? Or was it? Uh, it was Reynoso. Reynoso. Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, it's Reynoso. Holy yeah. Cr- yeah! I just saw. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. I mean, we just you can't do that. Yeah. You can't, especially do that. when you're the last man back. It's, yeah. it's a te- again, a textbook red. Yeah. Um, it's, and, you know, Peter Vermees, the head coach of San Jose was like, I'm not buying this, you know, I'm, th- I mm-hmm. think this is, uh, I, I think this is a sham. It shouldn't be, uh, or sh- it should not be a red card. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, I, I have give I give uh, Peter Vermees a lot of praise. I think he's a terrific head coach, mm-hmm. but he's a hundred percent wrong in this point. On this yeah. point, it is a textbook red when you're the last man back, um, and, uh, you know, most, uh, most defenders will do this where if they think they're going to be beat, they will create a foul when you're the last man back. And normally yeah. it will result in a red card, right. uh, like this time. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, if I were in that defender's position, I might have done the same thing just to, just to save a potential goal. Yeah. Um, but I it's a red card. I would it's, just, I would just put my arms hard. around him. I just been like, just, yeah like football tackle them, you know, yeah. I, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Um, but this goes back to the point of, and I think Heath brought this up um, yesterday in his use in his press conference. Uh, Reynoso gets 
nailed numerous times during games. He gets yeah. everybody's attacking the shit out of Renoso. Yeah. And it doesn't get called enough. Yeah. Um, because frankly, everybody's trying to take his legs out from underneath him. This type of shit's going on. And it's frustrating to watch because one of these times somebody's going to come in on him and it's going to twist his ankle, break his ankle, yeah. do something to him. And then what, what the heck are we going to do? You know? Yeah. And it's frustrating too, because I mean, Tony, it's, you're totally right. The, uh, Reynoso was, was very much uh, almost targeted in this, mm-hmm. uh, in this game because every time he had the ball, he was double teamed mm-hmm. uh, all the time. And uh, sometimes Reynoso made it work out of there, but a lot of, there were a lot of times where uh, Sporting KC forced him to the ground, and uh, it was, oh, it was it was so frustrating because just I mean he's our star player. He's yeah, like you you said it, Tony. What what are we gonna do without him? I think we need an enforcer. I yeah, think we, like hockey. I think we need an enforcer. I think we need somebody on the pitch who's every time that happens to Ronaldo, he's gonna come in and just like, hey, yeah, what the hell. You yeah, know, well, that that, that could have been that could have been Ozzy if he was five years younger. Ozzy yeah. used to be that guy. Oz, exactly right. Ozzy yeah. was that guy. Yeah, uh, but we don't have any of those guys on our team anymore. It's like, no, who do we have? Like, Dotson's not going to do it. Will Trapp's Dotson's not going to do, not gonna it. do it. Will Box, Trapp doesn't. Boxy might. Boxy might could be that guy. Yeah, Boxy has Boxy's got that uh, New Zealand strength mm-hmm. there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, uh. Um. So yeah, this game we're we're a man up now. We're a man yeah. up. A man up against again, SKC again in the twenty-first minute. Yeah, against yeah. SKC. So you you've got seventy-five percent of the game left against yeah. SKC. Yeah, things are looking up. Yeah, but they're not because yeah. nothing happens. No, like again, this is what this you know what it is, Connor. These are the types of games that people who hate soccer. These type of games are like this is why I hate soccer. Yep, because exactly. nothing fucking happened. Nothing happened. There were, I mean, there were plenty of chances, like you say, Tony. I think we had uh, here. Did we have twenty shots on goal? Um, and if MLS would, if MLS.com, Andrew Reby, if you're watching, you should really look into your 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 website system here because their site is forever to load here. Their site is terrible. Yeah. Um, twenty four shots on goal for wow. for Minnesota. No, twenty four shots. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. seven shots on goal uh, seven. for for Minnesota mm-hmm. and. Some of these shots are pretty decent. Some of these, not so much. You know, yeah. they, 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 they were, these were shots that should have been goals. I mean, God, there were a couple that should have been goals clear as day. Well, also hit the post on one. Renoso hit the post on one. Yeah. Anu hit the post on one. That one ended up being called off sides, but uh, mm-hmm. Anu hit the post on one. But the one that should have been a goal, Juan, Ag- Juan Agudelo coming in and coming in as a sub in the second half um, somehow manages to block a free kick that was be t- being taken from San San uh, from San Jose, Kansas city's own half yeah. somehow manages to block that free kick. And now nice. he's one-on-one with the goalkeeper and he misses. And, he, and well, he didn't miss. It was, it was saved, but, um, mm. but it should have been, it should have been an automatic goal. And come on, just make, make a turn, do a Fernando Torres, mm-hmm. take a couple of steps around it and, mm-hmm. and put it in the back of the net you don't need to put it past the goalkeeper, you know? I mean, it's gotta be frustrating. Um, especially you Connor being at the game, it's gotta be frustrating to watch this team have advantages like they've had in the last two games. And then, I mean, this game, especially with SKC in town, 
have a man advantage, not being able to put it in the back of the net. It's just, it, it, it also brings out people on social media talking about the striker position again, Yeah, which is a, is a touchy subject for Minnesota for Minnesota United fans. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's very touchy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of people lately have been talking about, well, when's the last time a striker scored seven goals? Oh, it was Christian Ramirez back in here. When's yeah. the last time a striker, that type of shit. And guess what guys, Christian Ramirez is not coming back. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So quit talking like he was the best thing ever for this team. He was great. He was we great when we he moved played on. for us. Yeah. We moved on. We went in a different direction. Yeah. Our strikers haven't worked out. Yeah. You know, we made a mistake. I talked about on the podcast last, we talked about some podcasts last week. We've made mistakes in that striker position. Yeah. The biggest mistake I think we made to this day has been the fact that we let, uh, what's his name go uh, after his injury last year. Um, Luis Amaria. Luis Amaria. That yeah. is our biggest mistake. Yeah. I think if he's still here, we're not talking about this. We're actually scoring goals. Yeah. I agree. Um, it's just, it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. Frustrating, frustrating. Watch, you know? Yeah. And we've done it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we, we thought, we thought that uh, Angelo Rodriguez could help us. We thought mm. that, um, uh, with, I mean, Darwin Quintero did help us. He wasn't exactly a striker, but uh, he, uh, he he could play in the striker position. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Angelo Rodriguez. Uh, who else have we had? We had uh, Luis Samaria was the big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, of course, Ramon Abila, who yeah. just scored his first goal for That's DC. Not, I, again, uh, just yeah. briefly here, I watched that goal. And if yeah. he had, he's talented, yes. But if he showed that much devotion to playing here that he did on that goal, yeah. he wouldn't be gone. And then I yeah. heard that he went to Vegas. Who said he went to Vegas? Yeah. Like it, in a midweek break. It's like, dude, you're, why are you going to Vegas during the season? You have yeah. all off season to go to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Good Lord. Yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, the striker, I, I don't know, man. I mean, we, it's, it's been such a, a clusterfuck year after year. Yep. And so it's, uh, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I mean, until we sign a new striker or if a new can really step it up, like, yes. uh, like we hope he can maybe be the next, we were talking about him being the next kind of Robin Lud, like slowly, but surely getting, uh, integrated into our team system and yes. uh yeah maybe maybe a new can step it up like that i really hope he does i hope so um yeah and uh but um i mean until that happens nobody should hold their breath about strikers yeah we're, we're S- until that happens uh counter we're sol yeah it's just the way i it agree works. and and the whole shifting of, of up top with the you know dots and we need to get fragapani back in here asap yeah. Cause at least with him up there, we were actually doing some things, you know, yeah. it, it, we looked better. Uh, Dotson up top just doesn't work. It doesn't. So um, one more thing I want to say really quick before we move on uh, from this game uh, is um, I brought it up a couple times before, but uh, the fact that we, the, the fact that uh, we end off our week uh, two games where we both where, where both of them have red cards on the other team, Yep. And we can't capitalize with wins on yep. those teams. Yep. This is not the first time this has happened. Um, a couple of years ago, we played Atlanta. 
uh, and Atlanta had a red card, I think, in like the 35th minute or, or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they went up 1-0 after the third minute. Uh, but then it was just 1-0 for the entire game. And then yeah. they got a red card. And we were attacking the entire game, and we just couldn't score. Yeah. It's it's the 10 men. 10, 10 men is like kryptonite to us. We can beat yeah. an 11-man team all day long. Yeah. But 10 men, apparently, we can't do. Can't do it. I don't know why. It's 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 frustrating, Connor. It is. Yeah. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about where we sit in the standings, the upcoming schedule. Um, I'm going to predict where we're going to finish. Uh, Connor, if you want to take a wild guess where we're going to finish as well. I kind of already know where we're going to finish this season and what place that's, we're going to be in. So that's um, interesting. You know, I'm, I, well, during the break, I think I'll study up a little bit here. Yeah. Study up. Yeah. So I'll take a quick break and we'll be back in just one minute. Oh, look, we're back. Fantastic. Yay. Yeah. That was, was so long, Tony. That was my one minute. I went and cooked some fettuccine Alfredo. I uh, Ooh. made my bed. It was, it was a long break. Yeah. Um, Maybe I shouldn't still be drinking this beer. <laughs> um, before we went to the break, Connor, we talked about the fact that uh, we're talking about standings and a schedule. And I'm going to come up with where I think we're going to be in the standings at the end of the season, where we're going to place in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. First of all, we had a game coming up next week, uh, next Saturday against Houston. I think it's in, it's in Houston. Right. It is in Houston, yes. Which we know playing in Texas is always bad for us because we hate the heat. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing about that game is we do not have a game after that for a week because I think it's the um, World Cup qualifier break or something like that. It's or, the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have, we have a nice break from uh, August the 28th. We don't play again until the well, – I think we have two weeks. Yeah, so the yeah. we play Houston on the 28th, and then uh, we don't play again until September 11th. And Against Seattle. Uh, we go to Seattle. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so we got a nice break coming up. The big thing here is um, going to Houston next week, we need a victory. Yeah. We need to go into this break on a on a nice nice win. You know, we can't – Well, I mean, if, if – uh... If, if there is a God, we will have a win because Houston right now are at the bottom of the West. Mm-hmm. So this should be a win, even though we are on the road. I understand it? it's in the MLS. It's very hard to get a road win. It's a trap. It, 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 a trap. it really is. It could be a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's. Oh boy. <sighs> if, if we come out of that game with a loss, I, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I know I, I, with my studying up that I just did during the break, I think I, I I think I think I think I figured out where we're gonna. You think I think so? I also figured out where, where we're gonna okay. where we're gonna finish in the in the conference. Well, uh, but if we don't come out of next week with a win, then I might have to change my prediction. All right. Here. Well, let's talk about where we're at right now because we are at we're in fifth place. We have twenty eight points. Um, we are uh, let's see seven points behind LA, the Galaxy, who's the in Galaxy. fourth place. Yep. Um, so. That's a lot of points to make up. Seven points, yeah. a lot of points. I mean, you can make it up, man. You can, but seven points. You seems can. Like, seems yeah. like far away. What That's I, a lot. What I said, though, in the beginning of this podcast was the top four teams are pretty much, they're there. I mean, yeah. LA, Colorado, SKC, and Seattle. I mean, the, yeah. they're, they're there. Behind them, you got Minnesota, RSL, San Jose, 
You got Portland hanging back there. You got LAFC hanging back there. You got Vancouver hanging back there. You got Dallas hanging back there. You've got at least, let's see here. You got like seven teams who are just hanging. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I just realized all three Texas teams are in the bottom three places in the West. Yeah, they are. How do you like that? That's, well, they deserve it. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) But that's a, that's a lot of teams fighting for this these last kind of three places in the division right yeah and even i mean to tell you the truth i know it's not going to happen but it could a team like houston a team like austin could potentially make a run i know it's the the odds are very very low yeah they could make a run and jump up there too so but it's very tight yeah the the, the difference is is that uh, between minnesota and houston who's at the bottom of the west the points the point difference is only nine points yeah, exactly. Um, right. The good news for Minnesota is that nobody has a game in hand over them. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they, in fact, they have a game in hand over the LA Galaxy, over Seattle, Kansas City, uh, mm-hmm. which, I mean, like you said, Tony, the fact that the, uh, if the chances of us catching up to them are slim to none, but uh, yeah. we have a game in hand over San Jose. We have a game yep. in hand over Dallas and over Houston. Yep. So um, that is that could work for us. Um, I, I think we could, if, if we can turn that extra game into a win, then mm-hmm. that's uh, that'll spark some confidence. I hope there. Well, and um, so I'm going to tell you where they're going to place this year. All right. And people who listen to this podcast are probably not going to like it because I'm going to have a little bit of a Debbie downer type of deal with this team. Oh, um, they're going to be in the playoffs. Okay. 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 But they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna end up in sixth place. I, I really think sixth place is where, where they're gonna end up. Um, I, don't, I don't think the. I don't think the people who listen to this podcast will be too too angry about that. I, I think. Well, uh, I think yeah. they. I think they wanted me to say they were gonna end up in like third or fourth place, which I just don't think well, is gonna happen at this point. If they knew what the if if they look at the standings as they are now, I think they would recognize that that's not gonna happen mm-hmm. Yeah, unless a miracle happens, which. If they if if the C's, if they end up in sixth place and SKC uh, stays in their position, now hold the phone here. There's seven. So how are we doing the playoffs? Did we do the same thing we did last year? No, we're doing uh, we're doing the we're we're going back to the way it was uh, during the uh, the regular MLS season. So okay. we're doing the top seven. Yeah. Uh, C number one gets, gets a buy. Uh, gets a buy, okay, and then good. two, three, and four get home field advantage. Okay. Uh, five, six, and seven uh, have to go away. Okay. So we can hope that SKC could drop down into uh, third place. And then if we got the sixth, we'd end up playing SKC. Or if we stayed in the same positions, we'd end up playing SKC, which would be cool, you know, yeah. nice rivalry type of thing. Yeah. But I just can't see this team making a run. Me neither. We had we had this little streak going for a while where it was like, Hey, things are starting to work, but I don't think everything totally clicked hundred percent. No, am, I don't am, think I, so am I wrong? Connor? Am no, I, no, hey. no, you're not. I think, uh, I think they clicked enough for yes. us. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it, it was enough to bring us from the, o, the OON four start that we had up to a playoff uh, spot here. Yeah. So it, it was enough to do that. Um, but you're right. There, there was always just one thing missing from this team, no matter, and it was something different every game. It was, uh, it was a striker or it was a midfielder, or we were missing a defenseman. Boxall was injured. Gasper was gone. Uh, we didn't have Fregapane. 
um, uh, Anu, we hadn't signed him yet. So it was, uh, so yeah, it's, it's always been something missing and uh, we still haven't seen that dream, dream a kind of front four yeah. that we, we've been looking forward to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's always been something missing. And uh, so, yeah, you're totally right, Tony. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, like I said, I'll say it again. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated by the last week. I'm yeah. frustrated by the offense on this team. Um, I'm just frustrated. And I don't have the solutions. I don't think any of us have the solutions. No. Um, we can all pound our fists on the table and write on social media that I know exactly what they need to do. Right. But we're just armchair quarterbacks at this point. We can't, yeah. we, we don't know. We're not in training with these guys. We don't know what they look like, you know, for the couple days they're in training before a game. Adrian Heath does. He makes his decisions based on that. Well, and- we, we hope he does. Well, he's not throwing a he's not throwing darts at a board and saying, "Oh, I'm no, gonna, he's it, not." But but I I will say though that um I mean we've said it before in this podcast many times that uh Adrian don't start dotting up on up on the left anymore. Yeah, it's, stop. It, it doesn't matter. Wow. It, it doesn't matter if we we don't have Robin Lud, we don't have Fragapane. I get it. We yeah. we don't have our regular starters in that position. Yeah. But Dotson has made that defensive mid position his own. So mm-hmm. we need to start him, and we need to start to either Justin McMaster in on the left or Patrick Wea. Patrick Patrick Wea could yeah. uh, could get some playing experience that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that that would be the one that that would be the one thing I would say would really boost this team a little bit but yep. uh but yeah uh, for the most part you're right tony we don't have any uh we don't have any answers well and um they, they do catch a little bit of a break here connor because they have the houston game coming up next weekend and then they've got a nice break so these guys should be able to come back from injury after that i wouldn't be surprised at all if fragapani does not play next saturday mm. um and of course uh, uh lud is probably he won't be available next week, but he should be available when we come back from the break. I really so hope so. My hope is when they come back from the break, all gears are there. Everybody, all the, they're all working that we got, everybody's available. Boxy's mm-hmm. back. Load is back. Fragapana is back. Uh, we get Dotson back in the midfield and things click like they should. Right. Yeah. My concern is that we come back from the break. Fragapane is still, yeah, he's he doesn't want to deal with it or doesn't th- think he looks good uh lud is still hmm, and um well i would hope that the three weeks would be enough to three weeks from now until then would be enough to i hope to, so to get the match fit i hope so and yeah. and and that and the way the season has gone connor who knows if somebody doesn't get dinged up on their break exactly you know trips on a freaking Lego or a race car on their kid's floor and breaks. With an our luck, it'll be with our luck. It'll be Ray. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. knock on wood, but with our luck, it'll be Ray. Yeah, and I, I mean, God forbid that happens because we need mm-hmm. Ray. If there's one person we need on this team, it's Ray. Yes. But, we uh, it's yeah. I, I mean, yeah, hopefully we can come out of this break, uh, this Rocco qualifier break, and hopefully Adrian Heath can yell at his team and say, Hey, we need to shape up. We need to, we, we need to just like, I mean, we need to get on the same page here. It yeah. sucks what yeah. we've done so far. Yeah. 
I mean, we're, it, it could be worse, but it's it, it. We were one of the front runners to win the cup this year, in coming into the season. Yeah, it's, we've, it's come a long way. It's come been a long gone been a long way down since then. Yeah, I don't I don't Fox. get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, Connor, you got some uh, Minnesota soccer history for us? I do. Yes, nice. I do. Um, so we're gonna go with. So what when was the last when was the last time we recorded? What was the uh, um, the fourteenth? Was it? I think. Would have yeah, been, the, yep, it was the fourteenth. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, so we're gonna start on the fifteenth. All right. The fifteenth. Um. Uh, the kicks. It was. It's not a bright day in. Uh, it's not a bright day in Minnesota soccer history on uh, August August fifteenth. We're gonna go with nineteen eighty one, where the kick lose. The kicks lose at Chicago Sting, Ooh, seven sting. to two. Again, set the Chicago Sting. What? What's with? Yeah. What, what, they don't have Ben. What do they got in Chicago Stings? Bees. I, I mean, I, I, there were plenty of bees up here in Minnesota this morning about yeah. out in Hutchinson. Like, yeah. I don't. I had maybe not in Chicago. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sting. I, the, the sting should not be native to Chicago. I don't no. think. No. There you go. Yeah. No. Um, then we're going to move on to August 16th, uh, 1980, when the kicks win 4-3 at the Memphis Rogues. Ooh, the Rogues. Yeah, I think that's a new one, actually. I think it's a new one, yeah. One. It is. yeah. Nice. Um. We're going to do, uh, we'll try to end up, uh, here we go. Uh, August 17th, 2016, the last year that United played in the NASL before moving up to the MLS. Uh, United win 2-0 against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. What? Yeah. Rowdies? Yeah. Rowdies are back. Love that team. You know what? Tampa are Bay they, Rowdies. Are, they still, are the Rowdies still around? I think they are. So, um, so, I don't know in what uh way shape or form but so, so sterling can go to some games because he'll be down in the tampa bay area that's right yeah, yeah. he'll be in the fort myers area yeah. and yes yeah. uh tampa bay rowdies are in are still a team no yeah. uh they are in the usl now instead of the uh the nasl <laughs> um i remember working in a uh working in a hotel in back in 2015 actually um and being still being a Minnesota United fan back then, not as big as I am now, but uh, uh, being a Minnesota United fan, and I met a guy who came into town for Tampa Bay Rowdies game, nice. and uh, so that was kind of cool, just trade and rivalry uh, talk there. So that was yeah. that was kind of cool. He went to he came up here for a Rowdies game, really, when they were yeah. in lower league. Wow. Yeah, how about that? I mean, I can see going to like Tampa Bay if you're a Minnesota fan, going to Tampa Bay for Rowdy game against yeah. Minnesota. Well, well, if you're but, in the middle of the summer. You know. Yeah, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Um, August eighteenth, nineteen eighty, kicks win six to one. Nice against the Philadelphia Fury. Okay, the Fury. Yeah. Are they furious in Minnesota, in Philadelphia? I don't. I don't know. I mean, if if you're talking about their Eagles fans, probably. Uh, yeah. 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 No, they're they're crazy. They're nuts. Yeah. They threw freaking snowballs at Santa Claus back in the day. Come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. Sure did. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I'm, I'm part of a, a football. Um, a talk about American football here, um, on Facebook, and uh, we talk. We just. I mean, it's basically just a, a Facebook group that people use to troll each other's teams, and it's, sure. it's 
funny just to kind of watch people do it. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I guess the NFL, somebody posted something that the NFL actually did, and they rated the top four NFL drunkest teams. Uh, <laughs> do you know? Do you know who was? Uh, do you know who was not included in the, in the top four? Uh, Green Bay. Uh, well, yes, but um, uh, Philadelphia was also not included in the oh, top is that four. Possible. I I don't know. I but I, but I guess people are really drunk in Cincinnati because they were number one. So, really. Yeah, the Bengals that, were though. number one. But I don't see their fans getting – I mean, Philadelphia fans threw full cans of beer at Minnesota fans during a playoff oh, yeah. game. I, I remember. Mean, that's like – who throw, A, who throws a full can of beer at somebody? It's a, yeah. What a waste of good beer. What we, that's that's the definition of party foul. That's a party foul. You yeah. don't throw a good beer. I don't care if it's Bush Light or Coors Light. It's still beer. Yeah, it should, absolutely. It should be in your stomach. <laughs> not being thrown at some opposing fan I, that yeah. doesn't make any sense to me yeah it's you know? ridiculous that you, you shouldn't be shouldn't ever be willing to waste a beer mm-hmm. on the fact that hey uh you're a vikings fan you're an eagles fan well you both yeah. suck so it's just hell? like it's like back in the day when uh you know dave uh and uh our friend johnny were at the twins game years ago at the metrodome where Chuck Knobloch was playing left field for the Yankees and it was dollar dog night and they were throwing dollar dogs at Chuck Knobloch. Were they really? Wow. Dave and, Dave and, and Johnny were there. I wasn't, I was at home watching it and they were like texting me about it because they were there kind of by those sections. Yeah. And they my, didn't, uh, they didn't throw they didn't, any dogs no, themselves. They didn't, no. And, and yeah. I wouldn't either because yeah, they're dollar dome dogs and everybody can say, well, dome dogs, pieces of shit. I love dome dogs. Yeah. I would not throw a dollar dog at Chuck Knobloch. No, I wouldn't yeah, do that. Neither. You're wasting it's food. It's still food. Yeah. It's still food. If you're going to throw shit at somebody, like throw, oh, the best was uh, we used to have, Dave and I used to have tickets to the uh, season tickets. Well, Dave still does to the Minnesota Golden, the Golfers okay. back when we were in cool. college at, at the U, right? Yeah. So we got the um, season tickets. The, the uh, If you're a student, you got them for like super cheap. And there's a student section and they would put before every game, they put some sort of memorabilia or whatever thing in your seat to wave during the game. And I think it was a game against Nebraska and they gave us foam fingers. Oh, and they foam fingers. Right. And we lost in Nebraska on a last minute touchdown and the foam fingers rained down from our section. Like you wouldn't believe that's amazing. It was like foam fingers all over the freaking, there was like, Fuck these foam fingers. Fuck, you know, it's like it was nuts, man. It was crazy. Oh I mean, my god, yeah. that's awesome. But again, they're I mean, foam, I, they're foam yeah. fingers. Throwing a yeah. foam finger on the field, like it's not gonna hurt anybody. Yeah, you know? absolutely. They're not, you know. Oh but, my god. But throwing like full cans of beer or dollar dogs. I mean, right. The problem with the dollar dogs is people are putting batteries into the into the buns and throwing them at Chuck Knobloch. Oh now, yeah. Who brings up? You 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 have to know what you're doing in order to throw batteries to at somebody. You yeah. have to be prepared for something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's. Re- yeah. Oh man, I hate that. I hate that because I've. I mean, I've seen, I've seen soccer games where I mean we saw it just recently in the in the Nations League final between Mexico and and the U.S. Yeah. When Christian Pulisic scored that, uh, um scored that game-winning penalty yep. you saw all the stuff that started raining down from the beer. mexican fans they have beer, beer and cups the, 
All, funny, a whole bunch of stuff. The funny thing is somebody threw a beer and it hit a Mexican player. It's like, obviously yeah, it was a Mexico fan. He was aiming at whoever. Yeah. And, you know, the best things at games or the people, especially the Metro was people who do the paper airplanes. That was the best. Cause you'd be up in the, oh, yeah. you make a paper airplane and try to throw it. So it'd get on the field and like the wind current would take it all over the place. And it was, it was nuts. Right. But yeah. nobody's getting injured by a paper plane. No. Yeah. But, full cans of beer yeah we should be yeah. doing that you know there's a there's a video of an of an old soccer game i, I can't remember who it was between but uh there was uh you remember the english goalkeeper uh david james yes um so uh there was somebody up in the stands at a soccer game uh probably up, it, it looks like they were up in the in the upper bowl of a mm-hmm. game of a game and they made a paper airplane and they just threw it at the field just expecting you know, just to get it on the field, yeah. it hits David James square in the head. It's so <laughs> funny to watch. I mean, it, it, nobody got hurt or anything, of course, yeah. but it just hits him straight in the head. And he must have thrown this thing from probably like a hundred feet above yeah. him. It was so funny. But it's it's great when that shit happens. It's fun. It's fun, right? Yeah. Um, before we stop talking about the subject, um, there's a really bad part of Minnesota sports history in in terms of somebody throwing shit on the field um it happened now none of us you know do you know who chuck foreman is uh former vikings running back from the 70s right yep so i don't remember what year it was but him and oj simpson were dueling for the touchdown title in one year and Mm -hmm. i think they went out to play buffalo and it snowed in buffalo the night before so people were throwing snowballs on the field Uh, and chuck foreman scored a touchdown and somebody threw a snowball, hit him right in the eye. Oh, wow. Chuck had to leave the game. And that was the last game of the year, I believe. And OJ Simpson ended up winning the rushing or the, the, the rushing title or touchdown oh. title. Because Chuck Foreman got hit in the eye by, <laughs> a, by an ice ball. But oh, again, this is the type of shit. I mean, these are professional players doing a job. I'm yeah. not going to come to your work and throw snowballs at you while you're working Yeah, or throw cans of beer at you. I, right. I, if I find out that you were throwing a can of beer, I will find out where you work and I will come to your work and throw one at you because right. that would be funny for me right. because you did. Because something. you obviously think it's yeah, funny. You obviously yeah. think it's funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, some people. There's a line. There's, There's a, line. a line that you don't cross. There's yeah. a line you don't cross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I do have I do have one funny story if you want to listen to it. Okay, I've, uh, give me just a couple more days here. Um, oh yeah, we're still I, going. We're still going. Uh, yeah, we're still we're still going. We, okay. we, we still have a few Sorry, more. Sorry, we here. went off topic a no. little bit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no worries. Um, Two thousand August nineteenth, Thunder win three one against the Tennessee Rhythm. Ooh, the Rhythm. See that makes sense. Yeah, rhythm I like blues. that name. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh oh my goodness. Um. August 20th, 2017. It is uh, yet another, we, we've talked about this in the podcast before, yet another example of United against the Seattle Sounders mm-hmm. losing it in the last minute. Mm, it happens. Yep. We were in Seattle, took a 1-0 lead. I remember that game. I was watching it. Uh, I was watching it at um, my wife's, who was then my girlfriend. Uh, we were. I was at her apartment and I was watching it there. And uh, we took a lead. At twenty, at about 20, 25 minutes in, Ethan Finley's first goal as a as a United, nice. um, United guy, and then they equalized about ten minutes later. But then we went on the defensive, 
uh, for the rest of the game, which we normally do against Seattle for reasons that I cannot explain. Um, and then they, then we lose it in an injury time off of a Clint Dempsey penalty kick. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Clint Dempsey, but in that moment I was very angry at him. Yeah. That's, it's one of those things, man. It's the freaking Sounders dude. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Oh, here's, uh, here's an interesting one. And this, uh, is also a Sounders fact. Um, August 21st, 1976, the kicks win their first ever NASL playoff match against the Seattle Sounders three nil. Nice. Nice. Nice one. Right. Yeah. Very nice. Very cool. Um, and then we're going to go to today, August 22nd, when in 1984, the strikers win against the Tulsa Roughnecks one nil. Nice. Nice. The Roughnecks, that again, that's one of those ones that works. Yeah, you know, I, I like the Tulsa. I, I don't know if they're oil. still a thing, but like, oil down there. Yeah, yeah, it's a great history there. Jeez. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, I got one short funny story to talk about. Um. That uh, well, this has kind of been in my hopper. I've had this kind of as a link for a while. We'll talk about it now. Okay. Um. Sea snakes attacking divers because i guess they've been the sea snakes still like to attack divers huh. uh they're just trying to get laid scientists say um is that right sea snakes oh. have been known to attack human divers are probably just on the prowl for sex according to uh, authors of a new scientific paper wow back up a little bit yes sea snakes incidents are something that can happen a venomous creature known as the olive sea snake which inhabits tropical coral reefs and can be up to six feet long have been reported to attack human divers unprovoked, which even if the snake doesn't bite, can put divers in danger by understandably throwing them into a panic. Um, the researchers reviewed available data on the sea snakes and noticed some interesting things. The attacks mainly involved males during breeding season and occurred in the midst of activities like sea snake courting rituals or two rival males fighting. In fact, it's just a sick love boy, a lovesick boy looking for a girlfriend and making a rather foolish mistake. <laughs> the snakes have somewhat poor vision and are seemingly launching themselves at divers in an attempt to find out whether they're suitable mates <laughs> I, 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 I thought there had to be some kind of explanation there <laughs> they just go hey there's a big thing over there i'll there's go check thing. it's a female snake <laughs> and then i mean it's just it's just like males yeah. they just want to they yeah. just want to screw everything so yeah. like yeah yeah <laughs> it's like uh yeah and uh it says that that's why Alfred recommended that if you find yourself in this unpleasant situation, which none of our listeners will probably find themselves in that situation at all, but uh, simply stay calm and allow the snake to investigate you with its tongue. Yeah. Excuse so, me, what? That's what it says right Inve- there. Well, that, that's how snakes smell though, right? With, yeah. with their tongue, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, don't, don't the snake pound India. Let them lick you first. Yeah. That's, and, it's like, uh, and they'll be like, that's not a suitable female that i should be trying to ram myself into uh, at any point so that's uh that yeah that's uh, that sounds a lot more de- wow yeah. yeah so yeah. if there are any divers listening to this podcast and they're going to yeah. go out and diving in the coral, coral reefs yeah. uh let this be a psa for you today yep, yep. those those sea yeah. snakes are just horny that's the problem yeah and they are just looking for a large mass to to go at i guess yeah. she's the more you know. The more you know, man. That's right. <laughs> um, so before we get out of here, we do, like I said, we have a, a game coming up next Saturday against Houston. Um, should be a victory. 
if it's not, uh, we have more problems than than we can even discuss in this podcast because, yeah. frankly, uh, we should be getting a, a win down in Houston. We should. And, uh, could we? Could we see our old friend DQ down there? I don't know. Is he injured still or not? I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know he he hasn't been in the lineup. He hasn't yeah. been in their lineup recently, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's. Uh, I don't know if we'll see him. He's uh, kind of faded off into the uh, sunset after he left us. Yeah. So, which, you know, a great guy when he was here, but then he ran into some problems with coaching and yeah, the way he wanted to do things, the way Heath wanted to do things, and. Whatever. Yeah. So he made uh, the splash when he needed to. He did. He yeah. he, 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 did. he made a good yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, I want to say thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scars, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scars for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Um, hopefully Dave is back on the podcast next week. Um, we'll see because we have just the one game to talk about next week, and then we're kind of on a break. Um, I don't think we'll be doing a podcast for a week or two. For a after couple that. weeks, probably. Yeah. 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 And really nothing to talk about. So, all right. So, for myself, Tony, and for Connor, uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Sounds great. See you guys. Yep. Yeah.